You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. Warning, the views expressed come from men who've spent half their lives in grease-stained overalls, inhaling hazardous fluids. Before taking any advice, consider the source. This program will contain humor of a questionable nature. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, let's hit it! Whoa, nice to be back in Canada. We were down at the Barrett-Jackson auction. Uh, took my sons and son-in-law. It you had a good time. You know, when the men are out, the men well, are different. Boys weekend. <laughs> Young manly men doing young things that manly men should be doing with other manly men. And you were sleeping. <laughs> Most of the afternoon, yeah. <laughs> and so were they. It's amazing. The air down there is fantastic. Anyways, we're having a great show this morning. We've got uh, Jeff Coy here from Lant Insurance. It's the season is starting for classic cars, and Lant Insurance obviously is the part of that. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? Good morning. Great. Good. Good stuff. And believe it or not, our audience has doubled in size. Yes. Uh, Steve has brought his granddaughter Kira here today. Good morning, Kira. How are you? Good. All righty. So we got two experts. One smarter than the other, but I'm not going there. He just couldn't resist <laughs> that. Kira, you see what he's talking to me? <laughs> terrible, terrible. What a guy. Okay. Uh, uh, this to... is like, look at the weather for today. For classic cars, people should get the, the tarps off the cars, Jeff, and we'll get going. Definitely. On this, yeah. I've already seen a couple of Porsche, but Ferrari was out this morning. Oh, yep. did you see the yeah. Prowler on the way in? Yeah, there was the go over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's happening, yeah. I dug the smart car or the snow pile. <laughs> <laughs> now it gets that. So I hope it goes. Anyways, that'll be fun. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about our contest. We're giving away four sailing tires for your car or light truck and a pro membership for Car Cost Canada. And all you got to do is go to our site, davescornergarage.com. And the big thing, too, yeah. is be. Besides the tires, it's also you're going to get rims for your, for your wheels as well. Yeah, that's right. Rims and uh, installation. See? So you get the whole thing. So if you want to buy snow tires right now, it would be a good <laughs> No. <laughs> Actually, I don't even think they're available. I took my winter tires off at Gelman's place. What yeah. happened, Al? Um, we did them. Yeah. And? You're quieter than my granddaughter. I don't know. And what we got a snowstorm. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Yeah, Sorry, no. the timing is not my expertise, my area of expertise. You see, you asked me to do them, and then I did them. That's uh, true. I did my own. In Just fact, a piece my, of advice. My own wife, of course, said, yes. how come you took your tires off? Uh, <laughs> so is she a boxer now? She talks like that? <laughs> she does. <laughs> Sounds uh, like George Chevello. <laughs> Here's the worst thing. What? Is we're in Florida. It is like 80 degrees. It's hot. It's humid. And I phone home, and she goes, I haven't been out of the house in three days. I can't. There's an ice mountain in front of the house. So when I come home, first thing I do is take the car and smash. <laughs> All righty. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the classic car industry. If you've got a call, by the way, about putting your car on the road or a car question. Hey, Alan's here. I'm here. The world is listening. That's it? You like that? Take us out, Dave. <laughs> or Al. We'll be right back. Oh, that was that's so smooth. 
Welcome right. back to Dave's Corner Garage. Don't forget, you can listen to the show. It's not your show yet, Dave. Because you've been away for a while. <laughs> Alan and I took the whole thing over. Go to davescornergarage.com. Yep. You can register for the contest throughout the entire hour. And questions, you can hear us online. Watch us streaming. Oh, yeah. Jeff Coy's in from Lant Insurance. Back to camera 42 with uh, Pudgy Dave and Very Skinny L. Thank you. Cute pudgy, though. Well, I'm not I thought you said that. streaking, and I, uh, you know, <laughs> what did I say? You can't unsee something, you know? <laughs> Visuals are not everything. So the season's starting for classic cars. I mean, we've seen a few of them on the road. I just came back from Barrett-Jackson's. It's really nice down there with the kind of cars there. They don't rust down there. No. But no. one thing I did notice was that older cars, they don't have seatbelts. Right. And what's, what's the conditions up here? Like, in, uh, I know what, in 76 we were required to wear seatbelts? Yeah, so now, um, if, um, according to uh, Ontario laws, that if your car has a seatbelt, yeah. uh, you know, came with seatbelts, then you are required to, to wear them. So if you've got a 60s Mustang, 65 Mustang with seatbelt on, you've got to put it on. But if your car was manufactured without seatbelts, before seatbelts were even put in cars, you're fine. So in other words, if it's a 60 Ford uh, Galaxy with a convertible, the whole bit, you don't have to wear your seatbelt. You just drive as, as supplied. Well, if it, well, if it has a seatbelt in seat belt, it, you've got to wear it. But if it doesn't have one, you don't have to. You don't right. got to worry. Like, they don't right. grandfather these laws. So, for example, yeah. you know, you don't have to install daytime running lights on an older car. Right. You don't have to put it in airbags. I mean, uh, it'd be impossible. So they allow you to, to drive your old car the way it was. But I, I guess some people could get confused. For example, you know, you buy a car that's been redone by somebody yeah. um, and not realize that that car originally did come with seatbelts. So I guess the onus would be on you to make sure that it, if it came that you better get them. Yeah, yeah, it would be, yeah. So one of the things in the industry is what they call a resto mods. Yeah. They'll take a 50s car, like say a 55 T-Bird, and they'll throw an engine in it and everything else, but it doesn't have seatbelts. So where, how does the law look at something like that? Or how does an insurance company look at something like that? Well, we don't have any requirement for seatbelts. No. Uh, obviously, we prefer them because it does help, you know, with injuries and accidents. But, uh, yeah, there's a good question with custom cars. It could be any custom. It doesn't have to be a rustomod. mod. It could be just uh, a hot rod that, uh, you know, um, they are required to put seatbelts in it when they're modifying. When you're modifying, you have to put them in. Yeah. Right? You're, Alan, you've got to write a safety check on it, don't you? I don't know. Nobody's ever asked me to. But generally speaking, I... it, 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 the rules pertain to whatever year that vehicle was. So, so uh, you, you're, But you got me now. I mean, let's say somebody takes a 34, what's that, you know, a 30s car yeah. and puts in a V8. You know, it's still a 30s car on a registration, But if right? they put in modern seats, uh huh. you know, and modern interior, then you've got to put a seatbelt on it. Okay. All right. Good so to know. I come into your place and I've got a 34 Ford two door coupe. Yeah. And you look at it. And how does it work as far as the value of the car? How do you evaluate that car to make sure that if I happen to write it off and not wearing seatbelts, bingo, yeah. how do you evaluate the car? Well, most people, we start off with uh, most people have a value in mind. Something either they just what they paid for it yeah. or some money they put into it. And that's kind of a starting point. And then we have access to resources through Haggerty across North America that uh, they have an evaluation site that we. So you look at comparables. And, and it's it, it's based on the resource center is based on uh, current market value. Yeah. So based on current auctions, sales across North America, uh, to get the current market value of the vehicle. So you're going to get close. I mean, you know, you may quibble over five thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not it, going to be a huge number. There's a range. Right. Yeah. Now, I've seen guys that which uh, used to appraise cars, you know, go out yep. 
and they'd go and come back with an appraisal. And I look at the appraisal, and it just doesn't make sense to me. Either it's too low or it's so far out of the park. But how do you sort of handle that? Well, we don't require appraisals, um, but we do, in some instances, we do require it. If it's a, you know, in a vehicle that's very rare or a one-off vehicle or, or custom vehicles, hot rods, things like that. Um, and we have uh, we have a network of trusted appraisers that's been working us for us for some for twenty thirty yeah, years yeah. that uh, that we we're comfortable with. But yes, you've got to be careful out there because uh, you know the average price is about two hundred dollars for an appraisal, and sometimes a guy just walks up to you and say, "How much you want?" That's right. That's car, what I was going to say. Yeah. What do you oh, think you it's mean, worth? Yeah. Oh, you mean he, that's what the appraiser asks? Yeah. 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 And he puts down whatever you sure. sort of yeah. really. Yeah, so what do you think this thing's worth? Oh, I don't know if it's worth $1,000. No, 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 no. It's worth like $40,000. Yeah. But, but you said, too, it, it, at the end of the day, it's on an agreed price, correct? It's a, a, yes, it's a guaranteed agreed value. So we, if you want to pay higher premiums because you feel it's worth that much more, you're going to let them. Hang on, we yeah. have a question from the audience. Just okay. a second. Yeah. The audience has a question about this because we, <laughs> we talk about it. Say it, settle down. VMR, <laughs> VMRCanada.com, yes. right? So you can go on with any car. And see the value of it. Now, does this work the same thing with classic cars? If I've got a 1958 Ford. Skyliner. Or that, yeah. Would that be on there? Probably I'm not. Not sure on VMR, but we have our own resource center that we, we check for, for values. And it has not every car on it, but there are other um, websites out there that there's Hemmings, um, other websites where you can get values on the cars. Oh, that's good to know. So what's, what's the website? Hemmings.com? Or? Yeah, Hemmings.com. Or you go to Land Insurance. Or Land Insurance. Yeah. And then yeah. we're soon to have a, an evaluation tool yeah. on their site. Yeah, I was yeah. going to talk. You're changing your website. We're, yes, we're revamping our website and uh, ten, hopefully launched uh, next week. Wow, so, that's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a lot of work. And actually, if you go to our site, we will link you to uh, Land. And the page that we link you to is actually what's happening uh, in as far as the cars are concerned, the classic car industry or the shows that are coming up. The or, events, yeah, right? shows, car, cruise nights, all that's on there. Right, that's all on there, and uh, it's not ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> next week, next week. Interesting. Now, the market uh, right now, how is the market for classic cars? It's... Early to tell in the season, but it is it has uh, dropped in some areas. Um, there's still the uh, you know the uh, the air cooled Porsches are still wow are they taking off. Um, yes, but um, it hasn't made a nosedive at all. It's just kind of leveled off a bit because prices did go kind of you know there was a kind of a, a bubble uh, with with some of the muscle cars and it's kind of come back down. But uh, it is pretty stable. I guess a lot of that has to do too with the the age of the buyers that are out there. The majority of buyers, definitely, because yeah. you know cars that you know, Dave, you and I think are pretty hot. Somebody younger or older may go, "Whoop de doo!" I mean, they yeah. don't care about those cars. Exactly right. Because you know, we dream about the cars that that we couldn't get when we were in high school. Well, and I think everybody does, and that demographic is changing. It's, right, it's a younger audience now, so the cars are newer. Yeah, that's right. More you know? performance, more yep. exotic cars and stuff like that. Exactly. Steve, you want to yeah. take us out? So the lines are wide open. You've got any questions about uh, maybe getting into a first-time classic car, or you have one that you want to know things that you're not quite sure about, like seatbelts. we got the full hour here with Jeff Coy from Land Insurance. We'll be right back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Peace Al's out. going, peace, peace out. out. Yeah, peace man. Out. Like, how's it going? Wow, it was 420 man. yesterday, eh? Yeah. Oh, wow. I smoke, but I don't inhale. What's twisting? <laughs> All right. Let's well, read 420. <laughs> Nathan Phillips Square. I can see the tower now. Welcome back. Dave's Corner Garage. Today we're talking about uh, anything to do with your vehicle because we get ready for spring. More importantly, focusing on, uh, or as important, classic cars with Jeff Coy from Land Insurance. Also, Alan Gelman. 
I'm fixed, classic. Put my winter tires on, took them off two weeks ago. That's why we got snow. It's true. You're the one. I am the one. And I have big shoulders. He does. Well, you know what? I washed my car. That also probably helped. Yeah. That's right. The guarantee that's going to rain, you know, if you do that. Here's Dave. <laughs> All right. Phone lines are ringing, and we have a question from uh, Mike and Kitchener. And Mike's got a question about what the values of the cars are. Mike, go ahead. Yes. Uh, just to hold on a second. I'm driving here. I'm going to pull over. That's fine. Good. That's Don't fine. Don't want to uh, pause an accident or anything. That's always a good idea. <laughs> All right, well, when you're ready, just let us know, okay? Yeah, I'm ready now. Okay, you're ready now, go okay, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, yeah, I, I was just calling, uh, if, if you read, like, I have a bunch of classic cars, mm -hmm. and, you know, a couple of them are insured through Haggerty. Right. And uh, when you read the uh, SCF 19A or the OEF 19A, whatever version you're reading, mm -hmm. uh in the past, it used to say, you know, we will pay, uh, guarantee to pay the amount of the appraisal or the uh, agreed value. Right. And since then, it's been changed, and now it reads, in certain circumstances, we will pay the agreed value. Is there some way you can clarify what mm. certain circumstances actually mean? Well, uh, Mike, our policies, I don't know if you're with, uh, with Lant, or with Haggerty directly, but... I'm, with, uh, I'm through Lant, Lant yeah. with Haggerty, yes. Great, great, thank you. Um, yeah, the we the wording has changed, uh, but uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I know the we don't use the 19 anymore. We have a guaranteed value endorsement, which is very unique just to our program, and that does state that the, the value is guaranteed up to the policy amount. Uh, the only limitation would be if you had a deductible... You would have, you know, if that came into play, you'd pay, pay your deductible first and then get the, the guaranteed right. value. Right, but, you know, like you said, you said up to the up to the uh, agreed value. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sure. guess, yeah, because you're if your car is... you pay the agreed value, but you'll pay up to the agreed value. No, we pay the agreed value if it was a, a covered, insured total loss. Right, So up to if means... If it's, if it's a... You know, if it's a, a partial loss... Claim, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, so in other words, if it was a partial loss, yeah, you still have that room to to repair the car, right. up to the agreed value. Yes, that, well, we shall explain real, that. Yeah, no yeah. difference in any kind of car insurance no. in that respect. No. Mike, how many cars do you have? Uh, All together, while well, classic cars, they have seven. Wow. wow. Great. And you're married? Oh, yeah. Barely. <laughs> so what, what, what kind of, of the seven... I've been warned not to buy any more. <laughs> of the seven cars, what's, what's your favorite classic car that you have? Uh, I don't know. Probably, uh, like, four of the cars are Camaros and two Firebirds. And uh, I got a 58 Chevy, too, eh? Is it safe to say one may have a heavy foot once in a while? Mm, not really. No, not anymore. I'm too old now. <laughs> All right, listen, thanks for calling in. If you want any more information, you can go to uh, lantinsurance.com. Yeah, or just give, me, Jeff. give me a call on Monday. We'll talk sure. about it more. I can go over it with you word for word, for sure, Mike. Oh yeah, no, like uh, I, I I work in the industry, so you know I know I've been I read the uh, I've read it many times because I've had customers that queried me on it. Fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Have anytime. a good weekend. Thanks for the call. Thank you. So if he has several cars, yeah. is there like a, a, a fleet deduction or is there, is there a... There is a discount. There is a discount for, for a multi-vehicle after two cars. Yeah. Yeah. So it obviously sounds like he's specializing in Camaros. So he would know exactly what these, these agreed values are. Yeah. And, and what we're talking about is 
he has an accident, but it didn't write the car off. Well, right. The, so the right. car would get fixed. And, yes. and according to the policy... That's, that's why it's, it's up to you know, the agreed, agreed value, value, the guaranteed agreed value in our case. And that just covers you. So if it's a partial loss, you know, you, you can't have a fender bender and your car is yeah. for 20000 and you get 20000 when it would only take 5000 to fix it. So. All right. Just a question in terms of logistics now. You know, I have a car. I have your policy. Um, now, do I get to take it where I want it to get fixed or do you have preferred shops? How does it normally work? You take it to your, the, your shop of your choice. So, oh, great! So I could go to the, yeah. my buddy, for example, that that helped me restore exactly. it, exactly, or where yeah. I had it fixed. So yeah. he he's got the history. He knows how to. He knows the yeah. paint codes. That's great. Just for for instance, yeah. if if he's got a like you say that a fifty eight Chevy, what would that be worth? Like as an agreed value, fifty thousand dollars. It it could be. That'd be a little bit high for fifty eight. Right. But it depends on the on condition and what you know. If it's a, a rare. You See, that's what gets production. me. As a 58, it's worth so much less than a 57 because yeah. it doesn't have fins. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. You so, see, that's, maybe we'll talk about provenance. Yes. <laughs> you need to know about provenance, Dave. Ooh. <laughs> uh, that's Ontario, Quebec. <laughs> no, that's province. Oh, my God. And he's, he saved up all this humor while he was down south, and it should go back there. But no, that was just interesting. <laughs> Questions about your classic cars and getting your car ready for spring. This is the time. Give us a call. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Wow, All that's right. fantastic. Well, we got Kira on the phone here. Oh, sorry. In live in the studio. She's live. Yeah. She's Kira. a human being. She's about four foot nine. Can't miss her. What do you drive, Kira? My dad has a two... 2009. 2009 Ford Edge and a Shelby. All right. Nice. Hey, good stuff. Nice. And do you sit in the front seat or the back seat? Back seat. So it's... would you be a back seat driver? Tell them the truth. No. Oh, good line. <laughs> oh, good answer. Yeah, good answer. <laughs> we'll stay away from that one. All righty. As um, soon as Sebastian gets off the phone, we're going to take a call from uh, Brad in Brampton. And Brad, good morning. And we're talking about safeties on classic cars? That's, <clears throat> excuse me, that is correct. All right. So what's your question, Brad? Okay, the question is, I have a 65 convertible. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, it's been totally redone mechanically. Yep. But the top is very poor, non-existent, you might say. The mechanism works fine. Right. Um, but the top is bad. Mm-hmm. Now... Does the top have to be replaced to pass a safety? I wouldn't think so. No, uh, think so you no. know, I don't see any special ruling in regards to convertible tops on the normal safety book. No, no. I've never seen that. You know, as a matter of fact, for example, um, you don't even need to have a windshield wiper, for example, on a certain car. Because back in the teens or the 20s, some of those cars didn't come with wipers. So you don't have right. to add them. This is what we were talking before. They don't grandfather the law. Um, same thing. on, on And now there is provisions in terms of taillights, as a matter of fact, because the law says that you have to have one. <laughs> Operating taillight. Okay. So on that old vehicle, as long as you have one, that would pass. Now, uh, the, the other way the rules read that, if the car has certain things, then they do have to work. So, for example, it needs a horn. It needs to have all the lights would have to work on a car that had multiple lights in the back. Of um, however, if your vehicle didn't come equipped with something, it, you don't necessarily need it. Brad, you don't need emission tests either, do you? No, no. No emission tests. 
So he slides right through? I, I, I talked to a couple different shops, right. Class A mechanics, mm-hmm. and they both said, no, no, the convertible top has to be there. Hmm. Um, it, it won't pass the safety without the, the top. You it's know, the, what to do is check. You can go online in, in the Ministry of Transportation. Okay, Ministry of Transportation Ontario, and they actually have the guidelines there because the rules were just changed last year, and there's a PDF there. You can read the whole book yourself, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. And I think maybe what their problem might be is the back window uh, yellowed? Well, the back window, <coughs> excuse me, the back window is part of the convertible top. Yeah. Right. Well, is the top up or is the top down? Well, the, the top would be down if I took it in for safety, obviously. Well, so you've got good view. You've got good yeah. vision. There's no problem. I don't see any problem with it at all. No, I don't see it at, no. at all. Uh, Perry, what kind of car is this? It's a, <coughs> excuse me, a Corvair. And a Corvair. Oh, convertible. Wow. And sorry, you need the safety because you're doing a transfer? <coughs> that is correct. Okay. That shouldn't be a problem. I, I don't, don't think, think at all. I don't think it is either, no. I don't think it is an issue. But you can always check on the internet. Thank I, you, my friend. I wonder if Fred Flintstone would have to put a floor in his car. I used to yeah. love the Because, Corvette. you see, normally it's Corvette just his feet card. is what he uses to slow the thing down. And you can buy a top. I mean, they're all in Haggerty's in the, in the magazine. There's tons of stuff available. And as I've gotten older, my top's not working quite the way it did either. Just paint it, I keep telling you. <laughs> and it's yellow, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to go to... Um, Line three. Line three. We've got a, Somebody's looking for the value of their car. Jim and Barry. Barry, what can we do for you, sir? Hey, how are we doing? Great. So what I have is a, a not necessarily, I hesitate to call it a, a classic, but it's an unusual car, and I'm just wondering what the minimum value would be. If I look at the, uh, I mean, site that you just suggested, it's like a $1,250 car. Um, what is it? That's U.S. Look at the 1983 Plymouth Scamp GT. Well, that's Plymouth, a valuable uh, car. The El, El Camino wannabe. Oh, I am the one yeah. that's, the, that's like the Ram sort of thing. Right, right. right. So, so my my concern is that the car is um, or truck is um, mechanically sound. It's certified. Mm-hmm. It's plated. In fact, it's just been a few years since it's been on the road. Right. Um, but the value just isn't there as far as um, collectability is concerned. Yeah. Like, what would you do, uh, Jeff? Yeah, we we do have some some uh, resource articles or. Uh, Books in our in our library in our office that uh, maybe we could look up on. So, if you want to give our office a call on Monday? We can probably research a, a little more range and value on that. Um, but if not, then maybe that's the case where you talk to an appraiser and uh, yeah, well, you know that, that's that was offered actually. <laughs> um, what do you think it's worth? If if I was to uh, put a number to it, I mean you know somewhere in the forty five hundred dollar mark. So it's. It, no, I don't know if that's under the... the I think you're right. I think that because if that's that car... With the, with the mileage is, too. Yeah, uh, right. Well, the miles would be uh, 79,000 miles. <laughs> um, you know, from what I saw down at Barrett-Jackson, uh, nothing sold below ten grand. I mean, they they had one car sold for 9,000-something. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reality is it's a matter of who likes it and what the market will bear. Sure. So if you're looking around eight, I, I would imagine at auction you probably would get around $8,000 for that thing. Perfect. Yeah, but I but but condition has a lot to do yeah. with it as yes. well. I mean, I hear you know you talk to collectors and and when they talk about buying a car, for example, in a lot of cases they will not buy a Canadian car because they they assume that of course it it was exposed to the elements. There was mm-hmm. salt and and and. and you know, and, and the also reason they don't like Canadian cars, I should add this, because you were talking about Providence. Mm-hmm. There's, they don't really believe the history of the vehicles coming from Canada. 
So they, we used to send trucks down. They used to send trucks from Canada all the time in the used car industry. Mm-hmm. And they some of these had miles turned back and things like that. And it kind of spoiled the marketplace. But if you get in touch with a, an auction, like it's coming up uh, in June, right? Yeah. yeah. The classic June. car First auction. First weekend in June. It's when you go there, enjoy the auction and, and talk to the guys and see what they say the, the value is. Gives you a perfect yeah. idea. Or, or get an appraiser. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But they like cars from Alberta. Why don't you phone Jeff on Monday? What the heck? Sure. <laughs> Let him work a little bit. <laughs> nice guy. We'll look Thanks. it up for you. Thanks for your call. All this right. is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got a bunch of calls to get to before the hour is up. And don't forget to go to davescornergarage.com. There's pictures of Alan Dave there, and Jeff is on there from the auto show. And uh, Steve's uh, pictures. There. Yeah, well, like Steve? that one a little. Under- Plus, you, uh, you get a chance to <laughs> register to win four sale and tires, rims, and a pro membership from CarCost Canada. Yep. Stick around. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Dave's Corner Garage, the lines are smoking. Let's get back to them right now. All righty. By the way, uh, I'm so proud that we've doubled the size of our audience. A hundred percent increase in the audience. And if you do the correlation, (laughs) Kira, how old are you? Nine. I'm turning ten in June 5th. All right. Why don't you tell me the exact address and you'll get pictures probably. (laughs) And so if you combine her age with mine, the audience age is now 30. (laughs) I'll leave it there. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> all righty. Uh, Mike Filey's on the phone. We all know Mike from uh, Sunday's show. Mike, how are you? I'm doing fine. Great. Mike, you're going to talk about Thornhill Cruisers. <laughs> yeah, of course. When you were talking about car shows. We start our season, and you know it's going to be the 25th season of the Thornhill Cruisers. When we oh. started on Bayview, we're now up at Major Mackenzie and uh, between 404 and Woodbine in the Canadian Tire lot there. And we start on the Victoria Day, as we normally do, Victoria Day, which is the whatever it is of May. And uh, we look forward to having another full season. It'll, as I say, it'll be our 25th. And we welcome anybody with a classic car. Come on by and sit and chat. Oh, we're going to have uh, Elvis impersonators, mm-hmm. and, and we're also going to have Jerry and the Coasters, and they uh, they'll perform stuff, music that you and I remember from the olden days. I have a question for you. How do you get involved in your club? I mean, you know, like for years I come up there and I say hi and blah 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 blah. But if I wanted to come up and become a member of the Thornhill Cruisers, how does that happen? Oh, sure. Just we have a tent where uh, there will be forms to fill in, of course. So that we can get in touch with you. Uh, we have a, a website that's just presently being revamped mm-hmm. for this year, but we would appreciate, quite frankly, um, as you know, as, as time goes by, the numbers fall off for various mm-hmm. various reasons. Anybody who would like to join the club, we welcome them. In fact, we'll even put you in some supervisory uh, position up there to help us run these shows. Now, these has to be classic cars, or just it could be exotic? Could oh, be. it could be anything, basically. And even if you don't have a car, if you're a, a fan of the classic cars and hope to get one one day. Uh, and, in fact, that's how I started with my 55 Pontiac that my wife bought for me. I knew nothing about them. Joined the club, and they said, look, do this, and make sure you don't go to that guy and lift up the hood and push that thing over there. And that's how I learned. Interesting. May 2-4 weekend is uh, the 18th to the 20th. Just so you know. So it's always Monday night. So yeah, it's always yeah. a Monday night. Monday and it's Victoria night. Day, and I believe, I look at my calendar, it's the 21st. Mike, for... Uh, yeah, any- but this was from Norris's article about racing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, for the general public to come up, there's no charge, correct? Oh, no, no charge. No, we, we enjoy having people come and look under the hoods. And You know what's interesting? We even have uh, younger people come up, and the parents, and we just ask the parents to ask the, the owner of the car to sit behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, mm-hmm. It's something they've... 
obviously they've never done, but it's something that uh, you you really can't get the feel of an old car and, and the chrome and you know all that kind of stuff. You got to sit in it and you know pretend you got one. And the smells that that old cars usually have, you know, the, the smells <laughs> of old leather. To get rid of that. Yeah. Ah, well, <laughs> by the way, there is a warning. I should attach this warning. The Canadian Tire Store is open and selling plants. <laughs> I've never gotten out of there with less than two hundred dollars worth of flowers because I take my wife and she walks into the tire store and walks out with all this stuff. Yeah, so, maybe later in the year I'll be sending selling different kinds of plants. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. Smoke <laughs> them if you got them, boys. <laughs> Alrighty, Thornhill Cruisers at the Canadian Tire Store, Major Mac, and between four hundred four on the north side, between four hundred four and Woodbine, and uh, as I say, it's Victoria Day, uh, the Monday, and please bring the family, bring the little kids. We, as I say, we enjoy the the looks on their faces. Mike, did you get the fifty five running yet? Uh, it, the cover's still on it. I'm, I've got my fingers crossed. No, Dave, it'll, it'll be fine. All right. Dave always mentions, just kick the cover a bit. You want to make sure the little well, the, no. the credence get out of you there. You need a knockometer. i got to make sure they're still <laughs> under there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Take care, Mike. Thanks Thank for calling. You. Okay. And we have another call here from Bob from Meaford. Uh, Bob's going to talk Which about... Which we will take right versus... after the break. Oh, and I'm wrong. You know what, Bob? You have to hang on for a second because we've got to take a quick break, and then we're actually going to talk to Darren Boston. Darren Boston's. Yes. He's, he's back, Al. He's out, out of control already. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think the kids were yelling too loud. He's lost his hearing a bit. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what? Hey. All right. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Boy. <laughs> we'll be right back. Soon, I know it's going to be suspenseful, we'll be heading out to Meaford, so stay tuned for that. All right. This is Dave's Corner Garage with Jeff Coy <laughs> from Light Insurance, the car from Dave, doctor here, and uh, Alan Gelman. Go ahead, All righty. Uh, we're back, and we're going to be talking with Darren Boston. It's usually Darren is in these exotic places like Monte Carlo or in China and Shanghai, and today we find Darren where? Uh, New Dundee, Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> to let you guys down. Uh, no problem, no problem. <laughs> truck World is around, right? You just did the Truck World show. Yeah, it was uh, actually on today as well, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It was good. It was a good turnout yesterday, lots of vendors, uh, people walking through, lots of things to see. So it, it, was, uh, it was good. So, Darren, Alan had a question. Is now the time to take off your snow tires? Ooh, that's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a, that's a tough one this year. I think this has been the toughest year we've had. Yeah. I took mine off. As, I don't even know if I told you this. I took mine off from damage because I had one damaged. I, had, I couldn't find a replacement. So I put my summers on two weeks ago. Right. And then, as you know, what we had last weekend, I had to put them back on. <laughs> I'm just going to ask my wife from now on because, you know, they seem to know everything. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> well. You're just learning that now? Not going there. <laughs> that comment was by Alan Gelman. Well, if you see an Adam Kijiji from my Encyclopedia Britannica, you're going to know why. Yes, exactly. Well, the guy says, I read this this cup in Florida. Uh-huh. It says, I don't use Google. I asked my wife because she knows everything. Everything. <laughs> She's the oracle. <laughs> Tell so, us about t- truck tires. LT tires is what they're called, right? And, LT, and yeah, light truck tires. So, you've, well, you've kind of got two variations of, of it. Uh, so you've got... P-rated, which uh, is more like your typical passenger tire, mm-hmm. uh, which would go on your, you know, your F-150s, your your non-heavy duty or, or commercial type uh, pickup trucks, right. and and then you've got your LT designation, uh, which is light truck. So oh. the P in front of the the sizing is the the more passenger oriented one, and LT in front of the sizing is um, is more for light truck or heavier duty with uh, you know higher ply ratings, et cetera. I was going to ask, so what's the difference of construction, correct? 
yeah, basically ply ratings, more ply ratings. Um, they're typically, you know, they're the exact same tire as far as treads concerned. Carcasses is where the variance is. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, you get the higher ply ratings. So you go up into like at, at any load range as opposed to um, like a, a lower B or potentially C. Now, the difference as well is going to be in the comfort of the ride, obviously, where the LT is made specifically for heavy loads. Uh, yep. The passenger tire is more for a comfortable ride, right? Yeah, so if exactly. you're towing, is, is is there a preference? Like if you're towing a trailer or a boat, is there a preference to one or the other? Um, not necessarily. It's more more geared to the vehicle. Um, and then obviously you're going to have to deal with tongue weights and you know all that, et cetera, and, and, and carrying capacity for the vehicle as well. Um, depending on what you're towing. But uh, typically, if you wanted to get more of a stiffer ride, per se, you might want to go up into an LT. You guys do it all the time. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll go up into an LT um, just so they can put more air in it. You know, it does hold more weight, and it's a little stiffer sidewall. Um, so that's basically uh, the two types as far as uh, the sizing or nomenclature. And then you've got your ATs, well, actually three styles. You've got your HT-type tire, which is more like a regular passenger tread. You've got your AT, which is more aggressive, kind of for your on-off-road type guys. And then you've got your MT, which is mud tire. And those are those ones you see, like almost like flotation-type size tires with big, massive lugs. Now, these aren't branded all sailing, are they? Yeah, we've, uh, yeah we make uh, we make sailing in all, all, all three. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Steve, you're going to ask me. What was, what's the hottest trend for, for the new year coming up, Darren, with, uh, with truck tires? The hottest trend. Well, what's you know this? When you look across Canada, this isn't really truck country. You go out to Alberta, and that's where you find truck country. Yeah. Um, so that's where usually the trends start. Um, it's been going on for some years. It definitely depressed during the you know when the oil prices came down, but it seems to be coming back. Is you know these young young people will bring in their trucks and get them lifted and then put on massive tires and typically MTs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you see them around here once in a while. You can hear them coming up behind you for Oh, yeah, along you know, the gardener. It's great. Yeah. Two o'clock yeah. in the morning. It's beautiful. And they I have the, the purple lights at the bottom of the truck. It's because lovely. Steve's exactly. sleeping oh. under a bridge somewhere. Does MT stand for massive truck or what? <laughs> yeah, it could. It could. <laughs> I saw one today, as a matter of fact, and I, I can't imagine how noisy it is inside the cab. But, you know, some people, I guess, turn the radio up, right? So if we have those sort of mud tires, is that you don't have to change them out? Is it just run them all season? Well, typically the MTs are, are more for off-road. Okay. Right? So, to, you, you, like I said, you typically don't see them on the road much. And, and, and as you can, you, know, you, can, you can imagine, with those big lugs and they're, you know, further off the, uh, the carcass or the, uh, the casing, mm-hmm. uh, so there's more squirm there. It's, it's, it's not going to be that comfortable driving on the asphalt or concrete. Mm. Um, and they're going to wear like, like butter. And just last, very quickly. last thing before we let you go, you're yep. one of the few suppliers that actually have trailer tires, STs. Yep. SD. Right? Yep. I mean, Salem's one of the few guys that actually still sells them. And So they, they would be an STD then? An STD? Uh, they potentially could be, I guess. <laughs> dare, dare I ask, STD standing for L? Uh, distributor of, of ST oh, tires, obviously. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. And Mr. <laughs> uh, Mr. Boston's, what's the website? People get more information on tires, trucks, everything else like that. SalemTires.ca. Very good. See you Tuesday. Yep. Okay, buddy. Thanks, guys. Take care. I wonder if those guys in those big trucks, you know, if you know, they think they're hot looking, eh?
I wonder what they're out looking for. Well, you go ask them. When you pull up in your Honda CRV, <laughs> when you look up on your ladder, go, so, you want to talk? I think they're making up for some deficiency in their body. Do they still have hang those those brass things off the trailer hitch? Yeah, Classic. They're called, they're called okay. truck nuts. Truck nuts. Oh, that's it. Classic car questions. Your car got big ones. This is Dave's Corner Garage. It drags when I pull off the driveway. So it does. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. You can register to win those tires and rims from CarCost. And also Salem Tires. Back to Dave on line two. All righty. We're going to talk to the gentleman who owns more cars in Meaford than the TTC. Bob from Meaford's on the phone. How are you, Bob? Uh, not too bad. Good. The uh, wife's still home? Yep. Yep. My wife's still with me. We're building a meteor glass top right now. A what? Sorry? Yeah, Meteor. 53 Meteor with a 54 glass top. And oh. all, I'm doing it all up 50s custom. So that's a Sunliner. No, no, it's a it's a glass. Somebody put a '54 glass top on it years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Calgary car, and I'm spending hundreds of hours, spotlights, whip aerial, leg pipes, all the '50 stuff. You know, I'm into that era. Well, Jeff would love to hear that. Yeah. Oh, we had 100 classic cars. We sold 25. <laughs> we sold two '55 gassers. 68 Prejean, 42 uh, pickup truck. Oh, and then we're keeping the good ones. Now I heard you had a claim with Lant. Pardon? I heard you had a claim uh, with... Yeah, we, I had a little fender bender in one of the cars, and uh, it was just an accident, and I was very pleased with Lance Insurance's uh, the adjuster come up, and uh, and I was very pleased with the the, uh, the outcome of it. Oh, that's great, Bob. Great yeah, time to hear I, that, and, and we appreciate your business. Thank you. What's that? We appreciate your business. Thank you. Yep. Uh, a little, my phone's goofing up here. Um, okay. Another thing, uh, there's no more nights than me for both factories are tore down now. Uh, listen, can you do us a favor? When you finish uh, with that uh, beauty that you're working on right now, shoot us some pictures to our website. We'll put them up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a computer. I don't have nothing. I live a very busy fit. Well, just life. stick it. You know what? <laughs> Get a nice pigeon when you come out of your shell a little bit because you're quite I quiet. Got, and got, just yeah. hook it up to a pigeon. Listen to us for a second. <laughs> hook him up to a pigeon. Hey, Dave. I've got fly it down. White single balls going in at the whole Mexican look. I love it. Okay. Right. Take care, Bob. When we sometime, we'll scoot up there, and uh, when the ice racing season is over, we'll come and check you out. All righty. Take care. That'll be what? In September, right? Yeah, September. Okay. Right. <laughs> it would never finish. Could you, could you order dingle balls from the factory? <laughs> I think you can still get them online, yeah. Can you? you what do they call them, though? Do they call them dingo Amazon, balls? Same thing on Amazon. It's okay, probably okay, okay. So one last question, which I thought was very important, was you allow people to drive their classic cars as what's called flexible usage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, we want people to enjoy their cars. So take it out uh, any day you want, you know, out for a drive, a bite to eat. Even uh, you want to do a bit of shopping. It's just, uh, you know, just being... Uh, aware of where, where you're parking your car and most people are pretty good at that you, you go to a mall or you go to any parking lot and use your there's a classic car stuck out by itself you know not near the cars yes. but no we want them to enjoy it. it's just the whole premise is, is that it's not used as your daily driver so you just so, can't you're not driving it to work or back or that's right yeah. right right but so if, you, if you want to drive it to work because you're going to a cruise night that yeah. night no we have no problem with that interesting and and the rates are actually very reasonable yes yes they're they're 40, I was shocked they're 40 50 percent less than your regular car insurance right because, based on the usage because people are not driving like they're in their commuters so is there something like do you you have to report mileage if you're if you're guaranteed with you no no there's a guideline we have we ask people how many 
how many kilometers they put on their car a year. And, you know, general, and anybody's putting over 5,000, 10,000 kilometers on, we want to know why. But it could be just someone that does a lot of cruising around, and we're That's fine with that. I don't put 10,000 on a car, and I drive every day. <laughs> Alan, you were going to say? Yeah, question. Um, what about in the off-season? What do you do in terms of the insurance? Do we do leave it on? Do we take it off? We leave the coverage on. It's a prorated throughout the year okay. based on we the six to eight months usage. So you're not paying any more for it. We That's why the rates are low. Fascinating. And it's landinsurance.ca? Right. And you're going to have a new site? Brand new website, uh, yep, next week. Fascinating. All righty. It's going to have uh, also the all the, the different events that start kicking in, like in May, June, July, all the way through. Yeah, this. things that start firing up uh, Victoria Day weekend. I can't express how frustrated we all are because we're actually a month behind. Yeah. Right? My, my sons and I, we go on the racetrack. We, 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 we have a track car, and we time trial it and everything else. But we should have been out already, and it's it's really frustrating. It's it's the season's so late this year. Well, yeah, for those of us who like to play golf once in a while, yeah, I know there's a lot of golf courses. Uh, they'll go nameless because we have to pay sometimes. Uh, but they have ice all over the fairways, Glen Abbey, um, the Briars up in uh, the Bradford area. Uh, if they have ice, it's crazy. Yeah, but you can go to inside golf dome. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Well, and to get warmed up, you yeah. got to get into shape. The air. Look at the shape you're in now. Yeah, Steve. We want to shape you now. <laughs> oh, you don't know. Funny the that shape you should mention I'm that. Brian, <laughs> well, how about you too? Don't they have indoor go kart places you could go? You know, I, I have to tell you a true story. Oh, I, no, you don't. <laughs> I, when I was working, I was going to take my guys out and show them, you know, what a great race car driver I was because right. I, I was semi professional. And I would get in the racetrack, we do three laps, I have to pull over, and I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> I got my head in the garbage can, and they're going, Are you okay? I go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so when are we going to... Uh, it must have been that breakfast burrito. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cayuga time soon, right? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. I'm building a car for the Cayuga. Anyways, that's our show. I just want to say thank you to Key... Kira. Kira, say goodbye to Dave. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> say goodbye to everybody. Bye, everybody. Okay. Thank you for joining us. It's uh, lantinsurance.ca and... Uh, Alan? GlenAllenMotors.com. Yes. There you go. And uh, Craig, oh, Jesus, I can't remember. <laughs> Is it sugar levels? Have they fallen right off now or <laughs> yeah, what? I think that's it. <laughs> it, was, it was the burrito thing that got him going. <laughs> Don't forget, enter the contest, Dave'sCornerGarage.com. we got a couple more weeks to do the show with yep. this contest, so get in and win those tires and rims. All right. Have a great weekend. Remember, the weather is going to be nice this weekend. Drive so safe, everyone. Drive safe. And thank you for joining us. Get your classic cars out there. And this has been Dave's Corner Garage. Yeah, <laughs> This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.